Good morning, everybody. Shmuel Aleph, Perek Kaf, chapter 20 of the first book of Samuel. This is the story of Jonathan and David, the tragic friendship between the new king of Israel, as anointed by the prophet Shmuel, and the son of the former king of Israel, but who still reigns, in fact, Jonathan, the son of Shaul. And it's a tragic story because it is a perfect example of how politics and power and intrigue tears apart a friendship. Most of the chapter is concerned with the rather confusing way in which Jonathan is going to let David know if his relationship with his father Shaul might be able to be repaired. David confronts Jonathan at the start of the chapter saying, Ma'aboni, what is my sin? What have I done wrong? It's a speech which is full of emotion, but also seems to be perfectly worded and calculated to have its effect. Jonathan says, I do not believe this is the case. Let me try and sort it out. You will be absent tomorrow at the feast. And if my father asks where you are, I will say that you've gone to see your family in Bethlehem. And if he is okay with this, then I will give you a sign of arrows which will fall short. And then you will know that friendship exists. But if he will be angry, and I think the relationship is going to be irreparable, then when we go out into the field, I will shoot the arrows at a great distance a further distance. You will be hiding behind the rock. You will hear what I say to my attendant. And if I say that the arrows have gone to a great distance, then you will know that we can no longer maintain this relationship. What is the story of the arrows? It takes up so much text. I think the message is really rather simple. If the arrows fall close to Jonathan, then it's to show that David, who is hiding behind the rock in the field, there is a potential for rapprochement for them able to be able to remain actually physically close. But if the arrows go to a distance, then that is indeed a chasm between the house of Shaul and the house of David. And this is indeed what happens. Shaul's anger flares up. He says to his son, Jonathan, that whilst Ben Yishai, the son of Jesse, is alive, my kingship, your kingship, will not be stable. And he forces Jonathan to choose. Jonathan is angry. Jonathan is humiliated. And at this moment in the story, a completely different path might have opened up. One which is not opened up and therefore is not really thought of very much. But of course, Jonathan could make the decision to in fact join David and to leave his father. What would happen in such a case? Perhaps in that way, indeed, as we have been talking about, David's ambition could be achieved that Bet David and Bet 
Bet Shaul, the two houses could be joined with one another. But Yonatan, despite his anger, does not leave his father. He heads out into the field, gives his attendant the instruction, as he had said. The arrows fall at a distance. David, hiding behind the rock, understands what has occurred and what this means. At the end of the chapter, Yonatan and Shaul, so Yonatan and David, pardon me, meet for a final time. And the final verse of the chapter reads, Yonatan le David, Lech le Shalom, says Jonathan to David, Go in peace. Both of us have sworn in God's name, saying, Hashem that God is the witness between the two of them forever, that although they be able to be united, nevertheless there will be peace and friendship between Yonatan's children and between David's children. It's a tragic story. Yonatan is a character who perhaps we do not think of too much in his own right. He is simply the son of one, the friend of another. But we'll recall if we go back to chapter 14 that Yonatan is indeed a warrior in his own right. Could have become perhaps a fitting king after Shaul. To conclude with the following. As I suggested, Yonatan might have left his family, might have left his father in order to join David, but in the end concludes that he should not. Many years later, after the death of both of them, the death of Shaul and Yonatan, David will eulogize them in famous words. He will say, and this is the first chapter of the second book of Shmuel, Shaul ve Yonatan hanehevaim v'hanimim b'chayehem, beloved and cherished, b'chayehem uvomotam lonifrudu, never parted in life or in death, min sharim kalu ma'arayot gaveru, swifter than eagles, stronger than lions. That phrase, neither parted in life or death. I once heard the suggestion from my teacher, Rav Amnon Bazak, that there is a hint of sadness, regret, perhaps even accusation in David's words here that perhaps it didn't need to be this way, that Shaul and Jonathan could have indeed separated in their lifetime, in the chapter which we are talking about, Jonathan could have joined David and the history could have turned out differently. Wishing everybody a wonderful day.